Hello, 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 and welcome to part two of our vulnerability episode here at Work Bay with Anon and Obi. We thank you guys so much for trucking along with us here at Work Bay. We're trying a new setup, and so, you know, some kinks to work yeah, out. Yeah, some growing pains. But but we, I think we, we got it. Yep, yep, fingers crossed. <laughs> Listen, because if not, it'll be part y'all, three, and y'all will get it next nah, time. Nah, y'all just gonna get what you get. If, if it doesn't That's happen this time. That's a motherfucking fact. At this point. Gonna get what we give you. But we love y'all so much for holding us down, and we appreciate you sticking it out with us. But kind of picking up where we left off in respect to kind of the conversation about vulnerability being a weakness. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we touched it a little bit in part one, but um, it is something that I think, and I wonder if it's like a, I don't think it's a woman thing because what I'm sure just like, you know, sometimes knowing that I am a very open person, I'm, I, I would like to consider myself a very vulnerable person, but it isn't something that I, it's not a, a conscious thing that I do. It's not an active thing that I do. Mm-hmm. It just is. Like, when I try to do the adverse, I do have to be very intentional with that. Adverse meaning not being not, vulnerable? Right. Okay. Like it takes more effort doing for that. For me to kind of keep right. keep a, what, quote unquote, guard up. Got it. Or to be hesitant to share so much of myself with people. Mm. And I wonder... Because I feel like it sometimes it's difficult to get men to do that. No, and I brought and I and I brought that up a little bit during part one, just talking about and you know this is a conversation we've had on previous episodes and just in general sure. about you know obviously men traditionally or looking back on how a lot of men uh, were raised was not to be very emotive or expressive. Yeah, there, there hasn't always been a lot of space. For men to be vulnerable for and sure. show weakness, sure. particularly black men at yeah. that, you know, because that's how you know we always say there's levels to everything. Yeah, you know that I feel like even even sometimes men of other races or backgrounds are afforded a little leeway to be that way. But I feel like for a lot of black men, it's just you you're supposed to fit into the mold of just tough, you know, t- tough exterior, never mm-hmm. supposed to show mm-hmm. any weakness, you know, everything. You're kind of always in that fight or flight mode sure, sure, at sure. all times yeah. so I think especially for us as black men the whole idea of letting that guard down and being um, being vulnerable and showing weakness and showing emotion is is a new thing for a lot of us but is it so my question is kind of like is because I know how conscious I have to be to do that mm-hmm. as a black man mm-hmm. who, who's felt the need to kind of maybe you know like undo that or undo or go that, that or 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 just like even when you felt the need to kind of you know be that strong exterior and mm-hmm. you know be this firm force like is it something that you're very cognizant of or it's just kind of like robotic or like it kind I of think just so. I think so. I think it kind of is robotic cuz you know a lot of this stuff is just cues that you've been picking up since you were a kid or since yeah. you know you've been young. So a lot of it I think is just you're on autopilot. You're not even maybe always. It, it's pro, it's not always like a conscious thing that sure, you're sure, thinking sure. of. Yeah. And is it? Uh, and I know that you've said, and I think you've you've kind of shared with us, like growing up. You know, maybe your parents telling you to like mm, man up, but like I don't know. Are those things that you've heard, or you just kind of internalize that from things that you've seen? Yeah, I think it's more B. I think it's more just internalizing things that I've seen. Um, whether it was in my household or even outside, sure. um, 
particularly in in yeah, just it's not often that that black men are afforded that that ability to but really. I, and there's the thing, and it's, and I think it's important to bring this in with any conversation you're having, particularly about gender. It's not just something that's being upheld by men. A lot of times, no, no, it's no. women yeah, and yeah. our mothers yeah. and our sisters, our aunts, yeah. you know, no, who I'm... are also reinforcing that, like, you know, uh, the, he needs to suck it up. Like, if this little boy was crying, sure, sure, sure. you'll tell sure, him, you know, sure. we're not giving that little boy the space to cry and, and have emotion. It's, oh, no, stop, don't cry. You know, I... men don't cry or boys don't cry. That and kind I of think thing. for me, like... I don't know if that's what you were getting at. But no, that's just, exactly what yeah. I, I was asking. I just, I wonder sometimes if these, if we perpetuate narratives for ourselves mm. as opposed to living in the reality of our circuit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there are a lot of times that I feel like I create insecurities in myself mm-hmm. because I assume things of people. I assume situations mm-hmm. as opposed to dealing with what is Just actually happening. You. Yeah. Happening, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so yeah. I and I'm 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 not naive in the fact that like I am fully aware of you know the the parameters that that black men are put into yeah, it, when it comes box. to especially <laughs> when it comes to um, emoting yeah, and like yeah. you know being sensitive mm-hmm. or nurturing and all that kind of stuff i'm i'm definitely not naive in that but i do wonder sometimes like how many circum how many experiences have you actually had where somebody has told you like man up suck it up don't cry boys don't do this or or you know i I probably don't have any that are coming right to mind right sure. now, but I'm sure they're there, yeah. you know, and I think a lot of it too is just like, like we brought up um, a few minutes ago. It's also just what you see around you. For sure. When for you sure. see, you know, instances of, of, of TV shows, movies, yeah, all of that. And it all adds friends. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, oh, yeah. Right. And that's, I like that you brought the yeah. friends up point up too. Cause that's a part of it too. For Even sure. just the friendships that you have with, with other men, um, and this this ties back to our episode about masculinity mm-hmm. and how even as men, unfortunately, we it's, it's rare that we hold that space for each other where, yeah. like, I can let, you know, my homeboy could let loose and, you know, cry about something yeah. and let it out. And I'm happy that I've gone to that place with um, a lot of my male friends who I'm closest to now mm-hmm. where there is a space for us to kind of sure, sure, sure. be emotional and, and kind of let our guards down yeah. in that way. Um, so I think things are changing, and yeah, I imagine I, for for our generation and generation behind us, when we yeah for sure yeah. When, we, when it comes our time for raising children, um, I have a good feeling that a lot of those narratives that, that have been going for a long time, it's on us to undo them Dismantle and, and them. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah and I mean I think you had mentioned your relationship with your dad now and like how you feel very comfortable kind of being vulnerable with him and Mm. expressing more things to him. And I think I had asked, like, maybe it's because he realized um, how he needed that space for himself when he was younger. You know, and I never even thought of that. And that's a, that's a valid point. I'm I'm sure on some level that, has something to do with it yeah. absolutely yeah yeah and then yeah. i mean like i guess you know because I, I i don't think that even the people who say those kinds of things like you know don't cry man up, mm. i don't think that it's done in a i mean i'm not gonna speak for them but i i would hope that it's it's in um it's done in a way to kind of like guard your children from any hurt or like you know like i would hope that like parents who are saying that they think that it's beneficial that their children don't 
Oh, absolutely. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. No, I know what you're getting at, and I think you're. I don't think I was articulating. No, no, it's very fine. Well, but like, no, I think you're hundred percent correct. I don't. I don't think that they're doing it like to beat you down. I saw a post the other day about like don't be your child's first bully, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that shit like hit so hard. Cause like my mom, even now, she'll say things, and it's just like you. Do you know how like damaging? <laughs> Oh, yeah. But I don't, I know that she wants the very best for me and I know that she wants me to be nothing but happy. But like, it just, the way in which they were raised and how things are not, it just does not make any sense. And I'm sure her mother spoke to her in a very similar manner. Her, her parents spoke to her yep. in a very similar manner, and I and I would th- I would like to think that she thinks that it's it's a way of helping or like supporting me, but no the per- the the person that really crystallized what we're talking about for me um, is Coates. And have, have you ah, ever seen the world okay. in me? Of course. Yeah, there's there's an anecdote. I don't know if you're calling in, in the book, and it's funny. It's something that you see around you. I've seen around me my whole entire life, but just the way he broke it down. When he talks about there's the 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 difference in how black parents speak to their to their young children mm-hmm. and the way white parents speak to their young children, mm-hmm. and and we live in New York, you see all the time when you're on the bus or or if you're at Target mm-hmm. wherever you're at, you know you'll see a black mom or a black dad yelling, shouting, yeah. oh, sometimes even cussing out yeah. their kid, like you know like oh what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Stop fucking crying, mm-hmm. you know shut the fuck up mm-hmm. just really harsh really yeah, yeah. And like you said you yeah. don't be your, your child's first bully and when you look at um the exact opposite to you you know if you look at the way white parents speak to their their children it's very rarely if ever that you'll see a white parent speak to their um speak to their child that way mm-hmm. so i think for us especially as as black folk um and again even crossing uh ethnicity whether it's african-american mm-hmm. or african-caribbean um, for a lot of us, that is how we grew up with yeah. our parents, you know, being very brash, very, you know, not always being very, um, kind. Yeah, in, in, the, in the tone and <laughs> the language, yeah. and that and that has effects on you for sure. And just think of, you know, try and think uh, or put yourself in the place of that five or six yeah, year old yeah. black child, and and there's an adult yelling at you. You you don't probably have the best sense of why. I didn't. I didn't. You know. Do you don't. Or, yeah. Or, or what you might have done probably sure, sure, didn't sure. warrant that level of response. Right. right. But I, I think I think like you were uh, talking about. I think for a lot of of uh, black parents and maybe even by extension parents of color, mm-hmm. they are thinking of it as of and 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 Coates talks about this as. I'd rather you get this tough love from me for sure than to get it from the streets for sure. And whether and when we say the streets, whether that's um, at, at the hands of people that look like us, mm-hmm. you know, or if that's or the, le- the yeah, government yeah, and police. Yeah, yeah. So I think for a lot of a lot of us, that's unfortunately how we've come to view it. It's like I'd rather be that tough love, that disciplinarian, mm-hmm. and and you kind of fall in line, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And then, but you know, so I I think like you said, a lot of times it probably is well intentioned. But... Yeah. But I think, and I, I mean, I'm just thinking how hard it would be for you to be expressive in a situation where everything, little thing that you do gets reprimanded. Or exactly. It's chastised. There's no room for it. Yeah. There's but no I, room for it. I love, I would love to, I think that we're in a definitely a, a different space. And even like you were saying before that you're, you have different relationships with your male friends mm-hmm. and we will eventually get married and have children. And yeah. I can see the way in which like the little people that are in my life, like my friends who have kids yeah. and family members who have children, like the, the intent is to kind of 
break away from a lot of that. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I'm ne- it was negative, but like all of those um, not productive or helpful ways of rearing children. And I definitely think that like we are coming into a generation of children who are definitely more able to express themselves, yep. definitely more able to share their feelings. And you and- can see it when you see young mm-hmm, people. And, mm-hmm. and I, I've been fortunate enough to work with even like the little, little ones. Yeah, when you sure. ask them a question, they answer and yeah. they have, they don't yeah, have yeah. any qualms about yeah. speaking up for themselves. Yep. It's so, yep. it's so beautiful. It's refreshing. Yeah, yeah for sure. For yeah. Sure. Cause I've, I've, I've had, um, the benefit of being able to, you know, work with some young people and I've, I've taught a few photography classes. And just like you said, yeah, they're very, they have a certain level of confidence mm-hmm. that, that it's, it's nice to see that they have that. Yeah. And yeah. No, sure it's, and firm in themselves. It's so great. And I mean, I think for a, a lot of us, our age, like it took a long time for us to get comfortable with ourselves. And I just love that. Like, it looks like kids are doing that a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And mm-hmm. I know like, even when you and I spoke a lot of, the opportunity for you to express yourself and to kind of be more in tune with your emotions and your vulnerable side has a lot to do with you kind of getting into therapy and meeting your therapist and kind of yeah unveloping a lot of um thoughts and emotions that you've had from the past yeah for sure because i think i think uh the the time i've spent with her over the past like two going on three years was the first time where i felt like it was okay to um, kind of let go of some of the stuff I've been holding on sure. to. So I think f- giving myself the permission to do that in, in in my weekly sessions with her and her also affording me that space to mm-hmm. do it really definitely paid dividends in, in my relationships outside of the office and outside of her, um, you know, our weekly sessions where that definitely made me more willing uh, or comfortable to do that with the people around me. Yeah. Whereas in, in before then I really, I really wasn't always that comfortable or for, or if I was, it was with like just a very, you know, small group of people. Right. Whereas now, uh, and I think we, we talked about this last week. Now, so I, I've often had to like real re- re- back, in. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. tell you everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. Um, and like I, the one thing that I think is makes me a little hesitant about getting into therapy mm-hmm. is, which is something that I really, really want to do, and I'm and I and I've I've made enough excuses as to why I haven't just finally done it have yet. you have you been in therapy before? I forget if I asked you last week. I but. did. I've been. I went to. Like, I went to a couple of sessions um, in college. Okay. Um, just because there was a lot of stuff happening with my family. And uh, my schoolwork was starting to, like, really deteriorate. Like, I just needed to kind of an outlet that was, like, really not judgmental, kind of just mm-hmm. in a free open space. Somebody who, her, their whole purpose was to listen to me kind of exactly, situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I didn't, I didn't stick with it very long. I think I maybe went to like three or four sessions with, did you find even those, that short amount, was it helpful? It was, I was in a really, really tough space and it was so necessary for me to kind of just let whatever I was dealing with out. So it was, it was really great. I don't know why I didn't, I stopped going, but, um, it wasn't something that was like long lasting. Okay. Um, and I've been trying to find a therapist um, now, 
But I have a very particular idea of what what I want my therapist to look like. Mm. Um, And I think maybe I have to let go of that. But um, not necessarily. I mean, I especially we, we live in New York. Whatever but, you like, might I have in mind. But like, I need you to be like low key in my network because I'm not trying to pay like yeah. two hundred dollars. No, no. I'm and... sure you can find someone who will fit yeah. whatever parameters yeah. you have. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm making excuses. They're, mm. they're, they're there, and okay. I just need to do the work. But like, I do kind of also feel, and even though I've been through a, a form of therapy in the past, mm. like a sense of judgment like i'm concerned about that you you feel like the therapist will be judging yeah. you based on what you're saying or like i i think for me i may be a little reticent to be so to divulge everything it because i would be fearful you do that with the I people know, in your life so already <laughs> it doesn't make any sense like literally i don't even want to say the words because i'm like this doesn't make any I'm sense like, but, yeah. like, but the, I, it is a concern of mine like okay. do, is that something that you were like did it cross your mind were you worried about that uh no i i honestly i don't think that was ever a thought of mine because i knew i think that's the benefit of or one of the big benefits of therapy is this person is a neutral person. Yeah. You've had no touch point with this person right. ever before. Right. You know, so the only context they know you through is 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 through the therapy. Yeah. So, because I, I think, especially when you use the word judgment, I think, um, I think ju- judgment comes with some level of familiarity. Meaning, I know you, Nana, and if you tell me or share something that I feel like is out of character sure, sure, or sure, out, sure, of sure, the, sure. out of the um, the realm of who I of am of what, what I think of you, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I place judgment yeah. on you. Because, oh, well, true. that doesn't sound like Nana. Yeah, I know yeah, Nana yeah. doesn't really move like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with this this they third party, anything. they don't know. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's kind of a, a clean slate in, in that sense. That's a good point. Yeah, and That's I think another point. thing for me, too, is I, I just knew... That if I was going to get the most out of my time in therapy, you'd have to be completely. Yeah, honest. I wasn't. I wouldn't yeah. be doing myself any favors, and it'd be a complete waste of money yeah. and this person's time and yeah. my time yeah. to sit there each week and just you know blow steam or yeah. or not be a hundred percent for sure transparent about stuff I'm struggling with or going through or thinking about. It really would have done me no good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know yeah. that makes that makes all the sense. Yeah. So no. So it wasn't. It wasn't. I never really had any fear about that. Yeah. yeah. And so like when you started going to therapy, like because you weren't in the the best space or not the best space, but oh, like, I wasn't when I started. <laughs> I, was, I was I was bottom of the barrel. I was going through Were you it. Really? Yeah. I was going through it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but like you also maybe weren't in the space to be so vulnerable. Like, were there tips or tricks that you kind of, that maybe your therapist gave to you or that you had looked into to kind of, like, help yourself to just, like, let it all out? Damn. I I wish I can say there was a a silver bullet or, like, a magic, you know, (laughs) set of instructions. But there really wasn't. No? Honestly, there really wasn't. I think, like like I said a few minutes ago, I think it was more just... Uh, especially the space I was in at that time. I was like, right. the only way up, well, the only thing up is up. Well, yeah. I don't know, I'm probably fucking up that. <laughs> What's the quote? The only, uh, I don't know. Oh, the only way up is, I'm struggling. Uh, it, you know what I'm trying to say. Saying, but the only way out is up. Got it. There you go. Got it. Right, close enough. <laughs> close enough. Um, so yeah, there, there weren't really any like, um, 
Or, or I, I will say this. Of course, when I when I started with her, it's not like we got right into the thick of oh, things. No. Oh, right? really? No. I, I, I think it's just like any other relationship you have um, in the sense of there was a period of time where we were getting to know each other. Sure. Where she is kind of laying the framework or the groundwork of, of, of um, or the foundation of what is going to transpire. So a lot of that is just getting to know me, asking mm-hmm. about my child. You mm-hmm. know, just starting there mm-hmm. before, like, getting into, like, the nitty-gritty, sure. deep stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there was nothing. She wasn't, she didn't give you, like, um, a list of, or, like, a rule, like, a, I don't know, like a rule book, but, like, something to kind of help you to be more expressive. Well, I think the one thing that, that she did do... Um, and I don't want to steal too much thunder because I'm sure we'll get her in here at some yes, point. Yes, I need to meet Edna A. Fucking sad. I think we, we definitely will do a mental health episode and I'll definitely um, invite her out um, or, or another mental health professional. But I think another thing that was important for us in that space was kind of the rules of engagement. Hmm. So to speak, just like, like the, it, basically she let me know if there was ever a time where I wasn't comfortable sharing something, speaking about something, talking about something, hmm. that I definitely had the right to let her know that. Sure, sure, sure. And we would find a way to maybe circumvent that conversation, make our way back. Okay. Because I know that did come up a few times where, for whatever reason, maybe some it was a painful memory or a painful experience where maybe right in that instance you I wasn't feel comfortable. comfortable. But maybe if we kind of like went around it okay. maybe 20 minutes later now we can get to got that it, got point it. and i imagine and i think there's a lot of parallels with that in 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 our everyday lives with the people who no we yeah we, i think engage we with. you know what's so funny like a lot of times where you're doing like those uh team builder yeah, kind of exercises yeah. or whatever and they feel corny and cheesy but they they it's necessary yeah, you guys is. have a like a list of rules that we're exactly. all gonna buy by exactly. and all that kind of stuff and i wonder why we don't do that in our it's friendships like and our personal relationships yes we yeah. all should have <laughs> common ground rules no for sure yeah for sure. i think that would be so interesting but um i found a list okay of some, some so, th- tips so there and is tricks. some there is you a know, guide out and there and if you want it i'll pass you the links okay. Okay. just to kind of just kind of it's like um it was like a list of about seven things mm-hmm. but i chose like maybe the top three and what um, was this list about it says how literally the list was how to be more vulnerable um in your relationships even if it scares you. So were they talking through the the lens of romantic relationships? It did. Or? It felt it felt that way. Okay. But I figured a lot of these things kind of transcend ro- romantic sure. relationships yeah. and can any interpersonal any interpersonal relationship. Yeah. So um, I figured we could kind of go through those a little bit and share those with the folks. Okay. Um, and then hopefully, if this is something that you've been actively trying to do more of, or you realize that maybe you're not as vulnerable as you would like to. Maybe you can utilize some of these. Yeah, good these starting tips. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start with the first one. Okay. Um, and it's literally ease into it. It says those who find it difficult to be vulnerable with a, with a romantic partner, um, or also a platonic one. Yeah, any really have often been burned before. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage and family therapist Anna Osborne told B- uh, Bustle, "So you don't have to dive in headfirst. Dip your toe in by opening up in small ways until you get more comfortable sharing the bigger stuff." And that's kind of the way that I would move into any uncharted territory for myself. Like, don't feel the need <laughs> to like the next person that you talk to divulge your entire life. 
life story to them. Mm-hmm. No, I think you choose maybe one or two people that you really trust, one or two people that have shown that they're willing to be vulnerable with you and, and just, you know, express yourself in small or start opening up in smaller ways. And then eventually you'll find that like, it's not as daunting. It's not as scary. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of um, people are concerned with being vulnerable because like the whole vulnerability is a weakness thing. And we kind of cover that a little bit, but like, I think that if you allow yourself to kind of show the most your your most authentic self that like there's no way that you can lose and I think choosing the right people to do that with and starting off in small ways um, can really kind of show you that it's not as scary as you may think. So I'm gonna hit you with an interview question. Oh shit! Okay. Can you think of a time? <laughs> you know, I don't because I don't know of any times. <laughs> can ahead. you think of a time? No, because I'm curious. Like, because I know for you, like we talked about last week. For you, it is much easier kind of just jumping into it with yeah. folks. But is there a time with, like, maybe a relationship you've had in your life where hmm. you did kind of have to ease into it? Um, um, whether that was on your side or yeah. whether you could kind of gauge that maybe they weren't ready to match that same level of vulnerability? Um, I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Actually, the spot. yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You always want to put me on the spot. Is this what you told um, people on interviews? I do. You cuss I do. Them out? I do cuss at them. Yeah. <laughs> and I get every fucking Damn. job. Okay. No. All right. Um, my, actually, my the relationship that I have with my best friend, I felt like. Mm-hmm. There was a level of hesitation on her end, mm-hmm. um, which is fair because we literally, the, the parameters in which we met each other were not very conventional. Okay. Um, and we had we spent a lot of time with each other very quickly. And so I think that can kind of confuse you into thinking that like there's a level of intimacy. Oh, for sure. That there maybe isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was... Proximity doesn't always imply intimacy. Right. And yeah. I think I was like, well, no, we're best friends. And, yeah. and I I don't think that she didn't care about me or she didn't like me, but it was just like, I was very, I was more free with being expressive in my care for her as yeah. I, as it seemed like maybe she, she wasn't. Okay. And I remember telling a friend and he was like, well, like y'all are just different people. Yeah. And different this personality, it, different. She from a completely different, like her, the way in which maybe she was raised yep. is completely different from yep. y'all's. So like, don't be offended by it. No. Yeah, definitely not. Um, and I, I, that kind of just put things into perspective yeah. and I realized that like, yeah, Loki, I just met this chick like two months ago. It's mm-hmm. okay that mm-hmm. we're not like Of course, you guys hit it off. But, right, yeah. right. But it, it, you know, like I think that you kind of like, and for me, I was like, well, I don't want to overwhelm her because I know that I can do that sometimes. You? Me, I know. Be overwhelming? I never. <laughs> but like sometimes. A dominant presence? <laughs> No. Uh, about that. When I'm shy, I'm really shy though. Yeah, you I remember when we were first getting to know each other, you'd bring you'd say that all the time. I was like, I can't you don't have a single shy bone in your but body. I am. I, nah, anyway. Fake but yeah, like I think <laughs> I think like that was the first time where I was like, oh, like I probably should allow her to feel her feelings give her and space. give her some space yeah. to kind of like you know, really understand what this relationship is, and mm-hmm. ten years later, we still strong in this bitch. All right, all right. But like, yeah, and I think actually there are quite a few times where I'm like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing the absolute, absolute right now, and you doing the most. This person doesn't know me, <laughs> so I should probably give them a little bit of space. You know, uh, hindsight, let guys. Me not, let me not suffocate them. Hindsight, okay. but right. like, 
So I'm yeah. here taking notes. So you did well in that interview question. Thank you. You know, they, hit you, they hit you with a note and look up. Exactly. And they don't say nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, like, yo, what the fuck you Did writing? you like it or not, right? bro? Yeah. What's up? What are we doing here? Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to take the next one? Um, yeah, so another one was, uh, remember that people generally respond to displays of vulnerability in positive ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, the quote... Um, from the, I think this was from the therapist from earlier. Yeah, Lee Land. Lee Land, that's correct. From Colorado, <laughs> I remember. Um, they said, keep in mind that when others share their experiences with us in an authentic, vulnerable manner, we generally tend to feel closer to them and are more likely to reciprocate emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that one, um, yeah, that's just facts. That's <laughs> just there's facts. not much else to yeah, say. Yeah, it's really not. Because I, 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 there's, there's so many times in my life where I've seen that play out. Where, um, And I think more often than not in, in my past, it's usually been me being the last one to kind of Finally let the... Finally get... Okay. Yeah, but, but, but when that when I am able to cross that threshold with, with people um, who are important to me, for sure, that definitely kind of opens it up where you can tell that... that we're both being more vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's because it's hard. I think being vulnerable definitely disarms people. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's hard to come across someone who you can tell. And I like that they added that word, authentic. Authentic, You can tell yes. when it's authentic and For when sure. someone is forcing For sure. it or, or For kind sure. of putting on a charade. It, at least I can. I, I, I would I've like to think that people time. can realize that too. I do wonder sometimes if like because... Um, I guess because, like, when you meet <laughs> complete strangers, mm-hmm. it's a little like, oh, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. We, I just got your name. Like, I wonder if people are... On your end or theirs? On, or? on, on... No, I never think that that's a lot. Okay. So you feel like they might think that of you. Right. Like, okay. you know, um, when I do the absolutes, absolutes. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, I wonder sometimes if people are like, is like, is this, like, a game? Like, is she trying to, like, what is, what's going on here? Huh. Okay. You know, there've been there's been a situation where I I met someone and I thought that like again I got a little too familiar. Okay. And I subsequently found out that they were a little uncomfortable with the level of. Did they let you know right away? Did no. something come up that kind of precipitated well, we, that we, conversation? We, we maintained the friendship, like we continued to get to know each other, and I think they finally felt comfortable expressing to me that, like, you know what, when we first met, it was okay. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I can respect that, but I, of course, I would have loved to know that in the beginning because I, the last thing that I wanted to do was make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But um, I wonder, they had said something about like. Like, was I, was I, like, was this some sort of a game that I was playing? And I was huh. like, oh, never. Yeah, I don't know if I'd internalize that too much. I think that probably was just their sure, perception sure, sure. of things. Sure, Because, of course, you, the, you, you might have come across someone that same evening or that same time who you would have interacted the same way and they would have loved it. Sure, and sure, not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. yeah. So I think, I think, oh, we're all guilty of that. I think sometimes we bring our own, you yeah. know, shit into the... Free, yeah. so to speak. So I don't think I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, that too but much. I do. I mean, I want like the the like you said, authentic definitely stands out. Yeah. In the sentence, because I think typically when people are like, you could just be nosy and trying to like, yeah, get to get people's, people's business. Yeah. But like, I think for the most part, if you're if there, you can tell people's for level sure. of sincerity. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Um, and then the next one is take the time to clarify your feelings and keep checking in with yourself. 
When you're in the habit of avoiding or suppressing difficult emotions, you may start to lose sight of how you actually feel. Oof. I felt that. <laughs> Yeah. You so dramatic. Preaching to me. No, I, I, I felt that one for sure. It's true. It's uh, true. Journaling, meditation, working with a therapist, or other similar practices can help you better understand yourself and deepen your emotional life. Um, and this is that was also from Mr. Lee Lane. Yeah. And I think that was so important because, like, I mean, I think I started expressing my my level of vulnerability or like expressing myself at a younger age um so i don't really remember <laughs> when i started but i think i remember from i forget which episode it was but uh, another conversation we had where you were saying you felt like people tried to suppress that yes. side of you yes yeah yes and then i think because i was getting it from outside factors i i knew that that wasn't the proper or i I figured it made you feel like it that made wasn't me feel the like proper. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it made me feel like that wasn't the proper way to kind of engage with, engage with people. Yeah. You know, walk in this yeah, world. Make yourself small. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it was really hard and kind of like the question that I posed to you before about are you internalizing things from other people or are these actual experiences that you're having? I felt like this, a lot of that was like, I was creating feelings and, you know, putting myself through traumatic, Mm -hmm. difficult experiences because I thought that I knew what people were going to think about me or say about me before Mm -hmm. that actually happened as opposed to, just being in this space and yep. engaging with this person and seeing what happens. Yeah, seeing how it plays out. Um, and so, like, that was really important to me because I think checking in with yourself and, like, actually recognizing what you're feeling as opposed to what you think you're supposed to be feeling or what people want you to feel or how you're supposed to be is something that is very important, especially if you're trying to be more in tune with your emotions and your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. No, and that one really, uh, that one really resonated with me because you know that reminds me a lot of of how I how I was, especially like my early mid twenties. I would say, because um, yeah, the, the the point they make there about you may start to lose sight of how you actually feel because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what I would do, just suppressing stuff. And I, I was, it's always been hard for me reaching out to people. When I'm when I am going through mm-hmm. a hard time, or even asking people for help, mm-hmm. um, you know, my mom always tries to remind me, "No man is an island," Honey. but I try to be an island as much yeah. as I can. I don't, I mean, you know, and I'm trying to learn that. There. Yeah, 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 it's a false sense of safety yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but, for sure, for sure. But I, I definitely, and the the unfortunate part of that was in 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 suppressing my emotions and holding on to them so tightly is when it, when they finally were released it, was it would a be fucking volcano it'll be yeah, a volcano be yeah. an outburst yeah. uh yeah. whether that was with myself or whether that was lashing out to other yeah. people and people are like whoa damn where the fuck that come from <laughs> never seen ob like that yeah. meanwhile Oof. all that stuff's kind of just been brewing it's been bubbling under the surface exactly yeah, for and, sure. and i think that's the one nice thing about um feeling more comfortable um sharing and opening up is you let that stuff out you right. know, from time to time. Yeah. It's like you're you're letting some of that steam out. Yeah. As opposed to just building up. 
Um, no, it's so important. Yeah, it's so no, important. For sure. And I don't think that people, like literally what you just said, because so many of us do that, where we, you know, harbor feelings about mm-hmm. things, or mm-hmm. we, you know, we feel, maybe we feel like what we're feeling is ridiculous, and so we shouldn't express it. Or and what, that affects you on a physical level. Ap- like, you like, can not be Not just mental, you sick. feel it. It's yeah. like a weight, literally a weight on your chest. A thousand percent. Yeah. And I think that, like, I don't think that people would make that correlation to being vulnerable like being able to express those feelings that you're having or those thoughts or or what have you mm-hmm. but it it all kind of ties in with each other no, so for sure i thought that was that yeah that was that was a really good point no thanks for digging that up and mm-hmm. we'll we'll definitely share this out yep um like you like said I, a good a good starting point for mm-hmm. people who might be trying to find their way or trying to um start being a little bit more vulnerable yeah. in, their, in their personal life a thousand percent. And then um, while I was while I was kind of reading through this, uh, you know, they lo- everybody loves to kind of recommend other articles. Yeah. I saw another one that said habits of vulnerable people. Okay. That was like it was also another list of about maybe seven or eight things, and I was like, oh, this is so fun. And then I kind of was reading over, it and I was like, oh, so this is this is literally my life. Mm-hmm. I, I do all of these. Uh, you, all right. I, well, all right. Let's say, let's say all almost of them. all majority. Most 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 okay. things. All so right. I wanted to share that with you too because I thought it was it was kind of fun. And so this one is uh, it's eight. habits. Yep. Of of vulnerable people, also yep. from uh, Huffington Post. Yeah, all right. Um, so the first one is vulnerable people try new experiences. Uh, probably the most important characteristic of vulnerable individuals is openness to experiences in which outcomes cannot be known in advance. Um, this was from Stolaro. Okay. Did I say that right? Sounds like it. Okay. Uh, This could be as small as trying a random art class or asking someone on a date to bigger life choices like moving to a new city where they don't know a single soul and it turns out they may be happier for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that was so interesting because like that is one thing that I've definitely been challenging myself to do more of. But if I look back, it's it's just trying new experiences. But if I look back, I feel like I've always done those things and I love that they put like the smallest thing, mm-hmm. um, like changing your hair color, mm-hmm. uh, cha- taking an art class, yeah. or you know, taking an annex class of something that you've always been interested in. Like those are things that I've always done. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, we just started asking people out on dates. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm happy you got to before I did. We just I was about to ask you about that one. <laughs> You, you, you've been doing that one too? We just started asking right. people out right. on dates. Baby steps. And Baby I've steps. definitely thought about moving to places where I don't know a single Yes, soul. you have. So yes, I thought that have. was so interesting. And like, I again, I don't know that people consider those things being vulnerable. But I love the, the fact that it says that like a lot of the times you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Because when you're expressing yourself, when you're allowing yourself to be emotional and vulnerable and just more in tune with the things that you're feeling, you don't know how people are going to respond to that you don't know what that's going to awaken in you and but like being open and willing to kind of go through that process i thought that was so cool that they were able to correlate that with like new no for sure and 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 yeah i i don't think even i would have made that connection myself and and it's true just like you were talking about um just from your own personal experiences i know it's definitely the same for me as well um i feel like the past few years i'm definitely more um open to just like swinging for the fences mm-hmm. just 
we'll see how it plays out, you know? And that's so, that's not, that's not how I've always been. Oh, really? No, because I've, I've always been much more of like a measured person. I feel okay. like I have to have every all single little set. detail, yep, 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 you yep, know, yep. figured out and, yeah. and all my plan A, B, C, D, and F. Yes. Whereas now, I, you know, I got my plan A and like my plan A and a half, <laughs> maybe a B, <laughs> maybe a B. But we're just gonna figure it out, right? Because it know? all works out in the end. It all and works if it out. doesn't, at least you can say that you did it. It all works out. Yeah, and then I feel like any any experience you have is is always a learning experience for sure. No matter what arena of your life it is, whether it's professional, you know, love life, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's all it's all something that's going to add to your story. For sure. Yeah, for and sure. and unless you're you're opening yourself up and being vulnerable it's it's gonna make it much harder to to do that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. absolutely and absolutely. i think that that's a that's a great segue into the next one they had on the list which was they don't avoid negative emotions mm-hmm. it's valid to have anxiety about the unknown or have a fear of rejection but instead of running from that vulnerable people put themselves out there in spite of it courageously facing life's challenges does not mean being fearless it means bearing vulnerability rather than fleeing from mm. it. Um, yeah, they're dropping all the gems. Mm-hmm. All the and yeah, I think that's a perfect tie-in to the last point. Mm-hmm. Is Because, uh, yeah, it, it, that, that being vulnerable just opens you up. Because you know you run that risk yeah. of things going sideways, things going left. And and unless you're able to um, walk in, in, in fear or, you know, not necessarily knowing how things are going to play out, you're never going to... No, I don't want to say never, but I feel like the the more comfortable you are with taking risks, the higher chances you have of succeeding. For sure, just in whatever you're pursuing. Absolutely, yeah. and I think negative emotions. I don't. I don't want people to think that like this is something that we welcome and we want them. And no, but I do understand that it is a huge part of life. There are going to be times where I'm ecstatic about certain things Mm -hmm. and I'm going to emote that happiness. And there are going to be times where things are not going to be that great. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to emote that way as well. And Mm -hmm. I think allowing yourself to feel those feelings and um, experience those those negative or positive things um, and kind of what you were saying, learning from any negative op- experiences that you may go through or like just kind of recognizing that this is a part of your story, however, how good or bad things are, I think is important. And I, I definitely, again, I wouldn't have correlated that to being something that is tied into vulnerability, but I can completely see it mm-hmm. um, based on like how they were expressing it. Yeah. Um, so number three, uh, they value relationships that have more emotional intimacy. Vulnerable uh, people seek relationships with people who are capable of dwelling with one in such feelings rather than re- recurring. Requiring. Requiring. Ooh, girl. It's okay. Hope you know, so, listen. Right. Requiring. Your birthday just came up. Listen. I am tired, honey. That's not an excuse, but I am. Rather than requiring one to suck it up and get over them, a vulnerability can be better tolerated when it is shared rather than suffered in solitude. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably my favorite one. Yeah, you brought this up uh, last week. On yeah, the, on because I think it's. I mean, just like. The I think number three, no, number two in the last list that we share mm-hmm. that uh, vulnerability is usually uh, is generally responded and po- is generally respond 
people generally respond to vulnerability in positive ways. Mm-hmm. Like that that level of security to know that I can be vulnerable with somebody and they are going to reciprocate that mm-hmm. is probably one of the most attractive things when fostering a relationship with somebody. Yep. And this is not even, this has nothing to do with romance. Like even in my platonic relationships, the people who are willing to kind of go there with me, there's just a, a different level of connection. There's a different level of, mm-hmm. of honesty that we can kind of share with each other. And I, I know for myself, I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to fostering more relationships like that as opposed to um, kind of surface, superficial. superficial. Like those, those, I'm not saying that those, those, they don't have their lane and those people aren't also, you know, important in my life, but it's, it's very different if I feel like I can be completely, if I can be emotionally intimate with you Mm -hmm. and kind of allow Mm -hmm. myself to be guardless in this relationship than if I feel like I don't know where we stand, I don't know what you're doing, and if you're also not giving me that same level of intimacy. Yeah, and I, and I agree with everything you just said, and I think for me, this, I think, contextualizes or makes me understand why, I've, and we've talked about it before, because I, I know, especially since I started going to therapy, if when it comes to like new friendships that mm-hmm. are formed, majority of them have been with probably more with women than with men. Sure. And I think it's because of this point. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, Mm. um, a lot of men either haven't come to terms with getting more in touch and embracing emotional intimacy, Mm -hmm. or they're maybe just now on the cusp of it, or or just now getting to a point where they feel comfortable with it. Right. Whereas... You guys have been kind of socialized, and and there was this been space given for you guys to be this way yeah, your yeah, entire lives. Yeah. So I've, I've I've found that when I was opening up myself, it was easier for me, or the the connections I made with people tended to be more with women, just even platonically, mm-hmm. because I could have those open and honest and vulnerable conversations. And, and they were it was it was much easier to have those sure. than it was with a, a new man in my life, a new guy that I've met, or so, a new but, male friend. And so when you did meet new guys mm-hmm. and you tried to get a little vulnerable, maybe you know increase the level of emotional intimacy. Do you feel like they were apprehend like they like what was the reaction from them? Yeah, again, this this uh again is a is a, a shout out to episode 8 of the one about masculine because there's unfortunately there's just this level of awkwardness to it sometimes. But you don't think that's to... you could walk you could work through it? Oh, oh for sure. You can oh, definitely okay. walk through it, okay. but it's there. Yeah. And it's ah. and it's felt on on both yeah. sides. You know, just just even the um Broaching the the subject of like let's say it is a a guy meeting like a networking event sure. or something or work and we, or whatever and we have a good connection yeah. even just something as simple as like oh can I get your number so we it's can like weird. hang out yeah because you know unfortunately then that's uh, I think another part that sucks is sometimes people might even put it into like oh maybe it's like a homosexual not there's anything wrong with sure. that sure but a lot of guys have that have that um what connection no i'm just i'm just shooting straight with you of like of that being you know unfortunately when people call certain things being gay they oh, a lot of men Lord. might hit you with a pause i'm and, and yeah you know, you know, you know the 2020 we need to stop yeah, pausing, please. right 
they might hit you with a pause if if I'm like, hey, I'm yeah, this has been nice. Yeah, can I get your number? Exactly. And again, going back to the episode where we talked about, where's the y'all? Y'all meet a, a I'm like, do you know how many? When I was in at, France, I got so yeah. many bitches phone numbers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and y'all be BFFs, have brunch the next yeah. day. Yeah. And 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 I'm not trying to say that the male friendships are not capable of that same level of intimacy. Absolutely, they are. And I, and I'm and I'm fortunate that I have. Some sure, of those in my life, sure. but I feel like the 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 curve or the learning curve to get to that point is it's much like, steeper yeah. than it is in at least in my experience. In Even my, some of with, the boys that you've met at book club, you feel like there's been a level of awkwardness, or is that a little bit more comfortable because you're sharing a different? Kind I think, of space a, with it? yeah, yeah, okay. a little more comfortable. And even then, I think, but I think that spe- specifically at book club is more on me of just needing to be more intentional about fostering those friendships sure, sure, sure. and and it not just being the when i see you the one time of yeah, the month yeah. let's hang out After. you know outside Ooh, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so that part is on me okay. i'm not gonna blame that on anything that's just me making that a priority got it and say all right well if i want some more guy friends and and i have spaces where i meet yeah. them you know ask them out on that <laughs> on that bro date let's yeah go do i love some. it i love a, a same-sex date yeah i love going on dates with my girlfriends and that's what oh, I yeah, call y'all them. do it all the time. I go on dates with all y'all of my friends all, the, all the time. I take I love to go to dinner with my you friends. You don't take me out. Obi, I see you all of the time. Do we you know? spend all the time but together. Do you, know? do you want to we go on a date tonight? Aww, oh so my cute. god. I got no. plans. Oh, what <laughs> well, damn, you see, you see what happens when you try to be Try to trick on this nigga one time. Yeah. You gonna hit me with the car. What you doing tonight? No, I really don't have okay. any plans at all. I don't believe Going it. home. <laughs> um, and then, uh, do you want to do the next one? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. The next one was... Oh, wait, I did the last one. I don't, you know, I don't did mind you? doing a bath the bath. No, I did emotional intimacy. Did you? It's yeah. all good. Um, vulnerable people connect with strangers. Mm-hmm. And they are often named Nana. Yes. <laughs> That's a direct, direct quote from Huffington Post. <laughs> Open individuals have a way of putting themselves out there, even if it's striking up a conversation with a stranger waiting in line for coffee. And yeah, that's just like we were talking about just now. Yep, yep. She just put her arms up. I'm just like, yeah, y'all can't see it. What is but, the what, yep. what's the problem? <laughs> yep. All right. So what what's the next one on there? Uh, oh, we just skipping all right. Oh no, over. not skipping. <laughs> but I mean, no, we we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, we did. One, we did. You're one's... absolutely right. Pretty straightforward. Um, they emb- uh, number five is they embrace their vulnerability. Vulnerability is at the center of all progress. It is the birthplace of joy, of creativity, of belonging, of love. And this is from I don't know how to print. Brene Brown. Brene Brown. Yeah, she's a big. Uh... Oh, I, I could have watched her TED talk. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I think it was on vulnerability. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. In other words, embracing vulnerability is to experience all aspects of life. Even if it means doing so without certainty or guarantee that something is going to work out. And this kind of... Yeah, is common a, thread from yeah. the earlier ones. I think that, I mean, listen, if you're open, if you allow yourself to experience different things, it's going to make you more creative. You're probably going to find love. Let's talk uh, about that one real quick. joy. Not the, the... Love and joy are great. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm curious <laughs> that, that Brene included creativity. I'm wondering if you feel like your vulnerability has any has had any influence <sighs> on yourself as an artist in your in It's your vulnerable as or... fuck to do this shit. Okay. And I feel very creative when we're on okay. the podcast. I no, think... not even the... You're right. That was an easy <laughs> one. That was like a... 
That was an easy single to first base out of. I meant outside of the podcast. Was that a baseball reference? It was. It was. That was that was like a, I just set you up for that home run. So outside of the context of the podcast, because obviously that that is a prime example. Yes. But how about like in your styling or designing? Yeah, I think stepping, creating a business is very, very vulnerable. Okay. Being an entrepreneur is incredibly vulnerable. I think um, if you're talking about like specifically when I'm creating a garment, not I, not that micro, but yeah. just in the in your practice as an artist in that yeah, space. Yeah, I, like. I think that all kind of goes back into the new experiences, ex- allowing yourself to do things that may scare the shit out of you, yeah. and you don't know what's gonna happen, how things are gonna pan out. But it's this thing in you that's like, I just have to try. Okay. I think that has everything to do with allowing yourself to kind of explore different aspects of your your person yep. that may lead you to be a more creative individual. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and I think for me, out of all of the ways that I enjoy expressing myself creat- creatively, I think poetry is probably the one where the vulnerability kicks in the and most. And I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's that Can piece? we get any more vulnerable? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insanely yeah, vulnerable. I share all the shit on there. Or yeah. a lot of A lot of it. So... So I, I definitely like that Brene included that in there because I think those two definitely so much like you can I don't think you could be creative. I mean I think if you if you did beautiful things that you kept to yourself yeah maybe that's a way of being creative and not being vulnerable because mm-hmm. like you're not opening but it, yourself it, up to I critique. I think vulnerability or... also includes being vulnerable to yourself. No, no, no. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But like I'm saying if you if you were some sort of an artist or you expressed yourself in an, an artistic uh, realm and, and you just you. kept it to yeah. yourself, even allowing yourself to do whatever, painting, yep. writing, yep. Singing, just getting that be. stuff out exactly. is vulnerable as fuck, yep. whether you yep. share it with the world or not. Exactly. It's yeah. the practice. It's not Absolutely. It's not the audience. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and last... Uh, the last one, <laughs> they make <clears throat> great leaders. Say what? <laughs> I feel like you added this one. I did it. It's, nah. it's there. Okay. Emma said it. Emma said it? Emma said it. Um, <laughs> All right, so it says here's what may here's what uh, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah, mm-hmm. and I'll just get on you. You were, so but we're I'm sharing not gonna that whole time Joint subscription. Here's what may happen if you embrace an authentic and vulnerable stance. Your staff will see you as a human being. So I guess this is like the professional context, right. or maybe someone who might be a manager. Um, they may feel closer to you. They may be prompted to share advice. And if you are attached to hierarchy, you may find that your team begins to feel more horizontal. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was from Emma Sepala from the Harvard Business Review. Um, And this definitely, I know, is is true um, in my past work experience being a manager myself. And Mm -hmm. also just knowing what it takes to be a good manager right. and having been fortunate enough to have good managers, mm-hmm. this is, she definitely hit the head on the nail. For sure. Cause I, I, and you can tell I've always appreciated managers who shoot it straight with you mm-hmm. and can just be straightforward, good, bad, and ugly. Right. And especially particularly when it comes to being accountable about places where maybe they might've dropped the ball right. or right. they might've not, um, you know, delivered on something. I've always had so much more respect for those types of managers and the ones who are holier than thou. Yeah. Top down. You do what I say. I'm perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I I'm, think yeah, this definitely has implications to the workplace too. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think like 
like you were saying, even in recognizing what it was when you had a good manager, that also kind of mirrors itself in when you're managing somebody. Mm -hmm. And so also being able to kind of practice that. And I think vulnerability and humility kind of kind of. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're cousins. Yeah. And I (laughs) like that is like that's something that's always been important to me when I'm working with people, when I'm supervising people is like, am I willing to get on my hands and knees and do the work with them? Or am I just out here delegating and pointing to people and telling people what to do? Like my boss was, when I worked at the museum was the vice president and she was, we was knee deep and shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like that is something that you can, you always can, you can respect and kind of appreciate. Like when somebody's doing that and now in turn, when I'm supervising people, I know what, what that feels like and kind of also, being there, you know, doing the grunt work with them. And like you're saying, being able to be like, I fucked up. Yeah. We're going to get through this together. It's yeah. it's so important. But I think it, it takes you being in tune with yourself mm-hmm. and understanding that like the greater good is not about you, mm-hmm. like for you to be able to do that. So I, I thought that was a really interesting, um, another interesting thing that I wouldn't kind of tie to vulnerability, but I can kind of, I can definitely see it. Yeah. You can see the connection. Yeah. Well, no, well, thank you for finding these. You are so welcome guys. Really helpful. And yeah, we'll definitely share them out in the, in the episode description. So you guys can check them out and share them with, with, with folks if you find them interesting. Um, but I think just to kind of wrap things up, I think the one thing I would definitely want to leave with folks, um, because I know we started off the episode last week talking about how that's feedback that we one of the most common pieces of feedback we receive right. from folks is how they appreciate how vulnerable mm-hmm. we are with each other. But I definitely would let people know that it's definitely been a process <laughs> for us to get where we are now. For and, sure. <laughs> and we've had our fair share of growing pains. We've Oof. been at each other's necks. Yes. yes called sir. each other all kinds of names. Oh. And, you I know, like and not proud of it. I didn't like you know, we we truly fight like cats and dogs, yeah, and brothers, like sisters, brothers sometimes. and sisters for real, for real. Um, so, like, I I know, uh, you know, obviously, you guys as the listeners get to enjoy the fruits of our relationship and and us being able to be vulnerable and open with each other whenever we get behind the mic. But there's a lot that happens behind the scenes <laughs> that that's gotten us to where we are now, a thousand and I think percent. that ties into the 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 point. Um, from the, the first list about easing into it. And I think even in our own relationship, there definitely was that that kind of feeling each other out mm-hmm. uh, process, especially for me, because, you know, I was the one who was a little bit more hesitant. He to... didn't want to be my friend, y'all. <laughs> he didn't want me to be my friend. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I definitely want to let everyone know that even, even Nana and I have our growing pains and shit that we, you know, b- bumps in the road along the way, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's a part of any relationship you know i just don't want people to think that we have this perfect oh no you know and rainbows are not shooting out of our ass yeah it, this nah, is, it's not always nah, nah, it's not nah. always green it was, over it here. was definitely a process and, yeah. and i and i and i'm happy that you know i'm 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 proud of myself and i'm, I'm proud of you as well uh i don't know what your experience has been but i know for me definitely in the past when things sometimes when things get tough particularly in platonic relationships mm-hmm. where there is no, I'm not, we ain't fucking, you know, yeah, I don't have any sure. other connection with you. It's platonic. So, oh for, God. for, <laughs> you were ready for that? I wasn't ready. <laughs> and, not ju- and not just you, 
But even whether it's a male friend, you know, just yeah. I mean, when it's just purely platonic, yeah. it's, it's, it's at least for levels. me, it's yeah. easier to cut those types of relationships <gasps> off. No, I'm just speaking for myself. Because again, you know, this is the only kind of yeah. I, I'm just being hurt. honest. No, no. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm proud that for myself that. There, uh, not to say that there weren't moments along the way where I was like, you know what, I don't even know about this. Yeah, no, so especially no. early on. Yeah, I know. But I'm just happy that I didn't fall, I didn't take the easy way out. Because mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel like riding out the storms that we've had along the way has definitely paid dividends in all types of ways. I know, you, <laughs> you couldn't just take it, right? I'm you just, to... No, because I feel the same way. Oh, you way. feel the same way. Yes, all right. I do. I thought that was a... Uh, I mean, I'm happy you, you, you get more from this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? No, I, I do. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I think that, like, I love that you said you didn't take the easy way route. The easy way out. Yeah. Because I think yeah, yeah. that so many of us get so tied to, oh, this is not, this is not supposed to be hard. Especially yeah. when you're dealing with somebody who you're not fucking with. Yeah. Or actually, when you find somebody, yeah, yeah. like, like I, this is supposed to be easy, it shouldn't it's be like, this hard. No, it's not. Yeah, we are two whole individuals yep. Yep. meeting at a particular place in time, a third of a, of our way through our lives, deciding to <laughs> yeah. get to know each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah, think, yeah. and I, it is always frustrating to me when I hear people who say that because it's like, okay, if this was easy, so what? Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Does this matter to you? Mm-hmm. And I knew. Whether I felt like sometimes you could you could see it was I knew that this was gonna be something that was gonna be beneficial for me. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, like, why are you fighting this? Because clearly you want to be here. I don't understand. Um. So and I think it took a lot. I think for me to con- like, and this is the thing where you even said I think you said it in part one about like giving people second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth yeah. chances. Yeah, yeah. Like I should stop doing that. But if I didn't do that, <laughs> then we wouldn't, well, be, we wouldn't here. be here. Okay. And not to say that I was giving you so many chances, but I like if I was like, oh well, fuck it. Yeah, the first time worth, around, uh, yeah. I'm good. Then yeah, you yeah. know, like this we wouldn't have done this together you wouldn't have seen me through a lot of (laughs) tumultuous things in my life so like i like i think under maybe everybody doesn't deserve that level Mm. of grace discernment but you're right but i do i i can't i'm that is so tied to i think who i am just because i feel like the reverse so like so you it's easy for you to just walk away from people it's easy for you just, to just yeah, walk away from situations off. it's yeah. easy for you like what what is your life yeah if no, that's, that's, if that's a all valid that you question. do that's a valid so question. to me like i love that we had this conversation i love that y'all can recognize how much we are willing to kind of um express ourselves through this thing i think that that was always something that was so important to us and it's wonderful that people are able to see that yeah yeah um and so i just thank y'all for for allowing us and appreciating us in doing that and i definitely would encourage everybody to give it a shot like Mm -hmm. i think that vulnerability is something that kind of just gets better with time like you just get more in tune with yourself um it's kind of like getting over rejection Mm-hmm. Like when you when you put yourself out there and you get rejected the first time and you realize oh it's not that bad yeah oh like, or maybe that first time it is that bad you feel it even but if that it second is, third right once you got a few more reps it was it was like it 
bad, but like I'm not dead. Yes. I'm still alive. I'm still, still here. Then. I yep. can still try again. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And yep. I think that's kind of the way that I move when I think about vulnerability, where it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, ooh, I, I guess mm-hmm. I shouldn't trust, I shouldn't have trusted this person. Mm-hmm. But look how beautiful this, you know, relationship yeah, is. Exactly. Or look how, you know, fruitful this relationship yep. is. And so I just, it's been such a benefit in my life once I decided to kind of let, to stop allowing people to tell me how I should feel about things. Um, and, mm-hmm. and how I should operate in this world and just allow myself to be who I am unapologetically as authentically, as authentically as I can. And I think it's, it's just made me better for it. So I hope that listening to us kind of helps you to maybe unwrap some of those things in your own life. Yeah. Give it a shot. If it's something that's, that hasn't been easy for yeah, you, try it out. Just try, try it out. out. See how you feel. For sure. So you feel. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, rocking with us and, yes, and waiting for us to drop the second part of this yes, episode. Honey. I know we said it was going to come at the end of last week, but life happens. It did. We're all out here <laughs> trying to, you know, be uh, great. Be great in all yeah. the areas of our lives. Yeah. So we, we appreciate the patience. And, and because this did end up being part two, there's still going to be three more episodes to round out yes. season two. Yes. Uh, that way we get over, we get up to um, episode 30. Then. I know. So season two went kind of quick. I was on the page the other day scrolling like, when the fuck did we record all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it just was like It's insanity. going. Time is flying. I know. Time is flying. So yeah, so we definitely, um, after this episode, we'll have three more really good episodes coming your way. For season two. Um, yes. And I played myself trying to do the sign off uh, two episodes ago. <laughs> I was like, is he gonna so try again? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that again. I'm gonna uh, just stay in my lane <laughs> well, and and let you do what you do, Nana. I mean, I think I think the people would love for you to sign off one of these. Oh, I, well, I hit them with a little, you know, end of the part one. Can we talk about his little voiceovers? <laughs> Like, this is my moment. Let me have my moment. I was like, yes, one day I might end up on a radio show. You know, I gotta you know show them. I, I gotta listen, show them. I got a little something. something I liked you it. Know? I liked it. So yeah, you know what, guys? Eventually, he will get the gumption enough to end us off. Season five or something. Ooh, season five. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Give me some time. Give me some time. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. Uh, please subscribe on all platforms. Yep. We want to see y'all all, all up and through this them. shit. If y'all want to listen more multiple times a week we would love no, i'm just we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> we will, but we will take it we will. um you can find us on all streaming platform on all streaming platforms i cannot talk today That's i so apologize right. um <laughs> you guys can follow us on instagram at workbaypod definitely feel free to send us an email at uh, workbaypod at gmail.com and we will see you next week yep and i will drop the poll i did have one last week oh you did because i no i didn't okay because i knew we were gonna have this second one ah, coming okay up. okay okay so, so definitely because yeah i tried a little uh on our work bay instagram y'all didn't i got well actually we did have umazi thank you i she replied okay um but more of y'all we'd love to hear what your experience has yes. been with vulnerability yes. good bad and ugly yeah um so it's good we'll have a few more posts this week and we'll love to hear some of us. but until then have a good week he already started, y'all. Ha, no practice. Bye. All right, catch y'all later. It's a state facts, although I already know the response you're going to say back. At that point, I'll hang up, disappear, and just stay back. And if you don't, I'll leave a voicemail with the playback. Hello, no one is available to take your call.
Please leave a message after the tone.